and girls. My name is Jeffrey Scott Mitchell and it seems it's been a minute since we've gotten together and done this. I just haven't been in the mood for sharing or outputting or demonstrating in this manner. Probably in other manners too as my media production and music and video Also, I've been less focused on, if I could put it that way. But it's been good. It's been really, really, really good. I was thinking that I look at my life and things I've done, places I've been, people I've met, things I've accomplished, experiences I've had and all that adds up to be something and then I experience a family gathering in Las Vegas in which to see the family and get together and to hang out and how much fun we had, talking loud, eating, just running around, fussing, seeing each other. And then to see the legacy all in one room from my mother to my niece and cousins, my sister, my babysitter. That took it to another level. What happened was, is or was, my mother's a slot player. So her going to Vegas, used to be routine but with her health in the pandemic all that's been put aside so she ain't been to get able to get to her slots in a while so my sister got her vaccinated and then for my sister's birthday and spring break they decided to go to um vegas i was like okay so in the family chat I get on there and I say, hey, if you want, if I ask my cousin Debbie, who usually always says no, notoriously always says no to everything. I say, hey, Debbie, you want to come to Vegas, I'll buy, I'll pay. You fly, I'll buy. <clears throat> she was like, okay. <laughs> and she kept saying it. And she was, she was like, you fly. And she kept saying, you buy, I fly. You buy a fly. I was like, all right. So we started looking up Spirit Airlines and deals and all that. And she used to fly around for the government. So she knew about booking stuff and Expedia's and all that. So she went out 
to get her deal. At the time, airfare was like less than 200 round trip from Cleveland to Pittsburgh. One of those or both of them. And then at one time, damn airfare went down to $70 round trip. But we'll go into that later. So we in the family chat and she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> then I think my daughter came in and saw it. And she was like, whoa, wait a minute. <laughs> She saw that, she got her wheels of spinning. <clears throat> Had to work it out with her husband and Jobs and they started spinning, trying to see if they could make it, get it together. It was only like a two week notice, maybe three week notice. So the momentum it got started, she started looking and I was like, hell. Is there a better way to spend my money? I stopped and thought, is there a better way to spend my money than to get family together like this? And I was like, it's probably not. Cause you got every goddamn thing else you need. <laughs> so that's when I just start telling people telling cousins, anybody, anybody want to come. You want to come? I'll buy. All you gotta do is get your ticket, you pay for your ticket, I'll reimburse you in Vegas. Because I am not flipping no tickets and have people not show up. Told my son, told my ex-babysitter, told cousins, And then it started to snowball. And then my mother's sister, Aunt Connie, got a wind of it. And she jumped on. So I think in total, I think there were 13 of us there all together with people who came from California and me. And then going back, they were all on the same plane. Red Eye in the Cleveland or Pittsburgh, I can't remember which one. But and also the idea was in this chat, you know, our family chat, we kicked my mother out of it so that we could surprise her. She had no idea. She had absolutely no idea. So when I get there, in fact, the first group one, my daughter, her husband, Brenda, Jesse, and Aunt Connie came in 9.15 Sunday, March 21st. And they couldn't check in until three. And I wasn't planning on being there, kinda, or they didn't know. So Saturday, I said, bump it. I got a room in Vegas Saturday night. Drove up to Vegas Saturday. 
so I could surprise them. So I'm like, you know, I found out where they were coming in at, their flight and all that, baggage claim. And then, so I'm like, you know, looking, looking, looking. And so I'm kind of walking around, stumbling around, trying to, you know, walk up and surprise my daughter. So I kind of walk around, and I look up, and I see a Steelers shirt. Dude had a jacket on, Steelers. And I looked up, and I was like, oh, Steelers. And I looked up, it was my boy, Jesse. And I was like, oh, and he busted me. I, I walked right up on him, didn't even know it. And I turned to look, and my daughter turned and looked at me. I was like, ah! And my aunt was there, Brenda. Got all them, loaded up in the car. We went to, and so we, and then we went back to the hotel I got for Saturday night, which was at La, La Quinta off the strip someplace by the airport. And I negotiated with them a uh, late checkout at 5 p.m. for 50 bucks. That way we could all stay in a room because before checkout time, I mean, check-in time, you ain't got nothing to do. It's painful. <laughs> and my aunt, you know, she ain't gonna be one for sitting around. So at least got her a room, worst case scenario. We got a room. I wonder if we ever made it back to my room. I think we had to. I think we did. I think we made it back to my room I think. And then somebody called. No, first my daughter called and tried to get an early check in. I was like, no, 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 Brenda, you call. Because Brenda got that voice and know how to do that customer service thing and know how to put it on them. So my, my daughter called. She come back in the room all, oh, it didn't work. Brenda come back in dancing. <laughs> I was like, oh boy. I said, what'd you tell her? I said, my husband's hip. And all this and that. <laughs> and she did that, oh, you know, it's always just, you know, all that kind of talk. Not that my daughter can't do it. But I knew that Brenda was a pro at it. So they got an early check-in. I think we were able to get in there about one or so. I think we rode around, did some stuff. And so we got them settled. We got them, we got, we all ended up in a room over there until the other rooms thawed out and we could lock, get in. And all this time my mother still don't know. And so we get there, everybody get in their room and stuff. And they were so tired. And we were just so, you know, running around excited. We got my aunt in her room, which was right next door to my mother's in the room. So my mother and her sister were sleeping, basically headboard to headboard on the other side of the wall from each other. My mother didn't know it, because my aunt needed to relax. And, you know, she needed to get herself together after the trip and just, you know, wanted to be at full strength. And she ran up on my mother. 
So when she did, I wasn't there. I wanted to be there for all of them. We had planned out this big elaborate surprise thing. We didn't think about having my son-in-law dressed up as a bellhop and walk up and see if my mother recognized. We had all these kind of plans that we're just gonna start surprise the surprisings like immediately. The surprisings didn't start till Monday morning. And Debbie was like, why don't we just wait till Monday morning? Because group two came in that night. Group two came in at midnight. So I had to go back and get them. That was Debbie Lark and Taylor. They had to go back to the airport and get them. And we came back, ended up in somebody's room, I'm sure. And so nobody, and then, so the next morning, everybody got settled, got together because my mother and them drove up too that day. So they were kind of probably tired driving up, getting unpacked and all that. So the next morning, my sister was there with the camera and she filmed when my aunt walked in on my mother and the part that got me or the part that I kind of paid attention to or whatever notice was that my mother recognized who it was immediately. Now many people say, yeah, ain't nothing wrong with her mind. You know, she's getting older, so, so her physical attributes, you know, are, are stressed. But even so, for you to be like, have somebody that far out of your mind, that far away, to instantly see that person and know exactly who it was. You might say, oh, that's your sister, sister. But still, you would at least do a double take, you know, who, what? <laughs> you know, I'm not like saying I'm thinking she old and don't remember who her sister is. I'm saying at least go, who, huh, is, who? At least some of that. She was like, oh, <laughs> she's like, oh, Connie. <laughs> and she started throwing covers off, getting up. No, and dang, oh well, she can't get up. <laughs> no, get up too fast. She started throwing covers off and getting up, and two old ladies walked over to each other. My sister filming and probably crying, and you know, it was good. We got her good. We got her good. Then I came over a little later, because they had food in their room or something just talking. And I had my daughter with me. So I walked in. You know, I'm just sitting there, playing a lot then. And Kimberly come walking in, and boom, got her again. She was like, oh! <laughs> She's like, oh! You know, she was like, holding it back, I guess. And then Taylor and Lark came in, and she saw Taylor. That was it, she couldn't hold back no more. That's when my mother just busted out crying, she couldn't hold back no more. I was like, ah, she cried when she seen Taylor, she didn't cry when she seen you. <laughs> I told my, my daughter. And they came, and we got her. She was like, oh, we got her good. And then, I think Brenda came over. No, that was later, that was later. 
Then I forget whatever, I forget what happened here. Yeah, Brenda came at one point. Oh, we was in our Connie's room. We was in our Connie's, no. I forget where we were. Brenda came in, she saw Brenda, and she remember Brenda. Brenda was our babysitter. Brenda was the, probably the one who bought the Mothership Connection 8 track from George's Party Shop that I heard and changed my life in that living room. 419 West Dewey. I think it's 419. Anyway. So she saw her and them. You know, we got her good. She was all that. And my mother has a wheelchair. So we was all testing it out. So she made all of us drive it. It was like mandatory. You come in the room, you gotta drive. So I got video where everybody tried to drive her wheelchair in the room. And I think it's one of those wheelchairs for outside that can get up to like 15, 20 miles an hour or something. Cause it don't seem to be built for tight indoor maneuverings. Anyway, everybody was doing that. Then my mother wanted to get in it and go outside to uh, test it in the hallway where she could just like gun it and see what happens. So she out there doing that. And that's when Debbie walked up on her. <laughs> and we got her again. She was out in the hallway and Debbie walked up on her. I don't think she recognized Debbie because Debbie, Debbie lost a lot of weight and changed a lot. And had her mask on and stuff, so Debbie was like, Yes, man! <laughs> and she was like, Oh. So we got them going. So we was up talking and eating. You know, just doing what black people do when they get together. You know, just loud and energy. And then, you know, so we just going around. This was Monday. So Monday, we just messing around, doing this, doing that. Trying to find food. It seemed like it was hard to find food in Vegas. Maybe because the buffets were closed. But anyway, it was kind of weird finding food. I think I ended up spending, went to Claim Jumper and got like $200 worth of takeout. I was like, give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that, give me that. Give me them ribs, give me this, give me that, give me that. Add that on. Just, you know, just get a bunch of food in the room. I brought a lot of that food back home with me too. Coleslaw was good. French fries was damn good too. Ribs, chicken, chicken wings, blah, blah, blah. My sister had made food bags for everybody. I had zebra cakes and zero candy bars, in Arizona and chips. Debbie bought me Snyder's of Berlin chips from home. Oh. Yeah, I did good. I took my scale with me. I got my steps there on accident. I got my steps there without really trying. A couple of days I had to walk though. So my weight stayed good while I was there. It's just that when I got back here, had a day off and took another day off is where the real damage occurred. But anyway, so that was Monday. You know, we messed around Monday doing this, doing that. And just let me say this briefly. 
I think we were there for what, four, four or five days. Let me see, Saturday, Sunday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, four days. Three of those days we went to the dispensary. <laughs> Let me just say that. Three of, these, three of those days we went to the Planet 13 dispensary in Las Vegas. Now, I was impressed. I was impressed with the layout, the operation, the vibe, the customer service people there were kind of young and fast talking and deliberate like they are nowadays. I may be old, I'm probably old. You know, I'm probably old and my understanding is probably a lot broader than theirs are. And they can get focused on something and have an idea and maybe not be able to fully take in the possibilities of somebody else might be thinking. But anyway, that's what you know the whole growing up process is about. We gotta teach these kids how to do customer service, how to understand other people, what other people might want, think, or do. Anyway, but they just they were just too I mean I like it that kind of talk because it's damn near scientific. But anyway, I don't know why I got on that. But then it was nice to meet the nice little hip hop music they played. The lighting, the it was like a Macy's, the way they had stuff laid out. And the way they do it, you walk in and you get a number. No, you check in and they get your phone number. And you just walk around for a while. And then they'll call your number. And you go to one of those booths. And then you get your checkout. And you do what you got to do. So, we did that three times out of the four days I was there. And you might say, well, why didn't you get all your stuff the first day? That's not the point. <laughs> That's not the point. The people who are into this, you know, it's about the experience. You know, because coming from Ohio, not to give anything away, but, you know, you don't see this every day. So, and it was about the experience. So that was cool. Also, I think five of the 13 people there got tattoos. My niece got her first tattoo. And we were, you know, she was like, my sister in the, in the family chat was like, hey, you know, child get the tattoo. Because the day before, three of them, my daughter, her husband, and Lark, my cousin, they went and got tattoos at Rockstar, right there on Fremont Street. The next day, the child and her sister went and got tattoos. Weed and tattoos. And the, probably the other cool thing about the weed part, my mother. <laughs> my mother who I mean she came up in the air where drugs were Satan, devil, forget it no, she never touched them, never did them they were just, you know, they were raised no, you just don't 
You know, they, they were raised to think weed is like heroin and crack mixed together. But she's been getting these headaches and stuff and in, in a certain kind of pain. And she wanted to try the CBD. So she wanted some gummies. So we, she did a little, she did research. So she had an idea what she wanted. And you know, I went in there talking to those fast talking kids. And they, you know, this was you know, just so I don't know, I'm old. But I got the idea. It's like 50-50 or something they call it. It's like mostly CBD with a little bit of THC to help with the getting the medicine into the body. You know, it's not wasn't meant to get you high. It was more for the CBD. So we got her a gummy of that. No, I got her yeah, a gummy of that or some kind of candy or something. And I gave it to her. I gave it to my sister. She looked at it, gave it to her. And I was walking around messing around. I was like, mommy. What'd you do with the kid? I get it. It's in my mouth. <laughs> she was like, it's in my mouth. She took it. I was like, whoa, it's a party. And I started doing the dance and stuff. So it was just good like that. My aunt, also for her back, this is like non, you know, no THC. This is, it wasn't about the high. It was about to see what the CBD could do for her back and their, their pain. And that's why my mother said, well, how was it? She said she was hallucinating. <laughs> she said she was hallucinating. And I was like, well, were you scared? Was it bad? Was it a good trip? <laughs> and when I asked her about hallucinating, my sister was like, yeah, but she didn't tell you. She was sipping on that wine, too. <laughs> I was like, oh. So she had a, you know, and she said the headache stopped. She said for three hours, she didn't get headaches. And then when they did come back, they were spread far apart. So I got to call and follow up to see, you know, what else went down with that. So that was good. So it was like weed and tattoos. And then Next Tuesday, I didn't tell nobody, but my son, Jeffrey, was, you know, he was working, he worked two jobs and do all this and do all that, so everybody just figured he wasn't coming. But I worked it out with him and got that nigga straight. Yeah, and I called him a nigga because I knew better. I said, all right, Jeffrey, book your ticket. I'll pay you back when you get to Vegas. Cause he was the main one that rules about. Cause he'll say, yeah. And he'd be like, oh, I had to, you know, and just, I wasn't going through that. He did that to me once. <laughs> I said, I'll never do that again. So I told him to go ahead and book the ticket. I should have sent him the flight. You know, screenshot of the flight he should get. Send him the ticket. This Negro gets on there. Gets like a double upgrade seat. <clears throat> in spirit he had seat 1A extra leg room everything his ticket just for the spirit round trip cost more 
then room and flights basically for other people. And that was just I think that was just one way. Jesus Christ. I think and I think that was just one way. Cause on the way back, his other flight got a freaking super bundle, whatever the hell that is. And the thing is, I knew better. I knew better. When I was just in there in January, we were sitting around the table talking about stuff. We talked about this. We knew this. This is what he does consistently. I should have known better. So to keep my peace of mind, I just let it go. I was like, you know what, Jeffy? It's your fault. You should have known better. You should have booked that ticket. Or you should have helped him. Cause you, I mean, that's his MO. I mean, there's no doubt about it. That's just what he does. One time we were shopping and he was picking out meat and stuff. I was like, why'd you pick that one? He was like, because it costs the most. That means it's better. Needless to say, I'm not sure if I almost fainted or if my head blew up. I'm not sure which one. <clears throat> His sister ain't like that. His grandfather ain't like that. We frugal and cheap. We even enjoy saving that 25 to 30 cent. After putting in $5 worth of effort. That's just what we do. So for him to get a super bundle, whatever the hell a super bundle is on Frontier Airlines, let's just let you know right there. And like I said, that was my fault. I should have known better because we talked about this. So anyway, I wouldn't pick him up. I wouldn't pick him up on Tuesday. Tuesday morning, nobody knew. So I grabbed him. We went back to the hotels where I was at. First person we got to get is Kimberly. So I knocked on Kimberly's door. It was like probably 10 o'clock in the morning or so. And they knew if I'm knocking on their door at 10 o'clock in the morning, something is up. <laughs> so they got up, got dressed over the door. I put my finger over the peephole so she couldn't see. I was knocking on the door, open the door. Open the door, you know. And they came and they opened the door. Kimberly opened the door. And Jeffy walked in and we got her. And she was like, ah. They even high-fived each other. I'm like, oh. Because that's the most you're going to get out of them. <laughs> they probably high-fived each other like, yeah, you get some of that money too? I got how much you get? Going in my pocket like that. Then it was good. And then we went. And we did some other stuff. Oh, we went to other people's rooms and had them walk in. And they were like, oh. No, we were, I was walking on Fremont Street coming from White Castle. Because he ate at White Castle. And we ran into Brendan and Jesse. And I didn't say nothing. You know, they walked up on us. They looked, they know Jeffrey was like, oh, Negro. You know, Jeffrey's here. And then we went to Debbie's room. And he walked in. And they were like, oh. And then. I think we found my mother on a slot machine 
in the Golden Nugget, I believe, and he walked up on her and got her. So that was cool. It was good, and like I started off saying, I've been here, I've been there, Moscow, Egypt, Australia, Tokyo, London, blah, 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 New York, San Francisco, Vegas, you know, all that. I've been in these places, and I've done these things. I've been on stage. I've hung out. I've recorded, you know. I've done all this stuff, and it's good, and I'm proud of it. But something about the Vegas thing and having the family there and the crew come together like that on my dime, where I was just like buying plane tickets. You want one? Get one. I was telling people, you know, everybody couldn't make it. Some people couldn't make it. If you want to get it, just get it. Come on. Come on. Let's get it. Come on. And afterwards, I was like, there's probably no better way to spend the money. There, there could possibly be no better way to spend that money at that time. To get my mother like that on my sister's birthday. The people who came together was a good crew. Spirited. But not sappy. <laughs> Wasn't nobody rolling over. And everybody still had their bark and their demands. So... You know, we still who we is. So that turned out okay. The way up, we all got along and did this and did that. The energy and spirit of the group was good. I mean, it was good. And then even during the lockdown, it, it really, if you don't gamble and there ain't no buffets, <laughs> I mean, it's a, and the attractions are sort of limited. There was a lot of hood people out there too. There was a lot of hood Negroes out there too. White and black, but a lot of black ones, young, with the hair, the nails, the pants, and you know, little skinny leg, pajama, sweatpants looking attire, and you know, that look. So, and Fremont Street is festive, you go out, music, people drink, and just, you know, it's just good. It's just really good. So, that's what that. That's where I've been. That's what I've done. So, now, I'm back to work. Hopefully, I'll maintain my composure as far as calories go. And get my weight down. Right now, I came in at 212 this morning. When I get back after this walk, might be down to 210 something. 210 for a Tuesday is not bad considering <laughs> I gotta throw that considering in because you just do not know 
how deep I can eat and how crazy it gets, how much the consumption is mind-boggling, but it's so stimulating. It feels so good just to be inside that, that, I don't want to say hole, that space with self, you know? To be inside that space with self. Anyway, and to explore me while stimulating myself through food, music, art, and creating, and writing, thinking, and researching, playing with my toys, my video, got this new these action, the action camera kit with a bunch of clamps and like an erector set to where I can, should be able to mount a camera anywhere, anytime. And that's where I'm walking, I'm walking now, I'm looking at places, I can put a camera there, I can put a camera there, I got stuff put it there, I can use the strap, put a camera there, I can use the clamp, put a camera there, you know, to get any angle. So now I got USB cables with webcams on the other end that I could put anywhere in the house. <laughs> Gotta connect to the OBS studio so I can get a three camera shot all laid out. Switch cameras at the keyboards and hotkeys, hot audio wired. And what I did was I, uh, my old computer, my old i7 third generation. I'm just, I was gonna, you know, do something with it. But hell, I just put all the OBS stuff on it. Put on my video broadcasting stuff on it. It's probably overkill, but if I get anything heavy, it'll handle it. And it still has Word on it, Microsoft Office, and Cubase on it. It still has all the stuff on it. So it's te technically a good backup computer. But I got that fast i7 10th generation. Woo! That son of a bitch is fast. <laughs> That son of a bitch is life-changing fast. But that's where we're at. So that's what I did. It uh, it can be argued it doesn't get better. It can truly be argued that it doesn't get better to have your family around you and to remember all the memories and the history and the legacy and to get together in Vegas, do what we do. The child drove to Vegas. <laughs> my, my sister rented a car <clears throat> and her and my mother drove up and the child took their car. We got her sister and they drove up to Vegas by themselves back and forth. So that's a big deal. They got tattoos. So, you know, it was good. It's really good. Anyway, my name is Jerry Scott Mitchell. And I know 
until I have landed into, orchestrated, and developed, created a very good life for myself. A very, very good life for myself. Career, working, where I live, location, family, people, technology. And I was saying before about being grateful for the people around me. <clears throat> I might be just getting old. Maybe that's what happens when you get old. You start to realize it's the material things. I can't even make my mouth say it. Because I love my material things. They're more than material. Because they produce and they create things. It's like, oh, I love my computer. I don't love the box, the computer. I love the, you know, I love the box, but it's not the box that I love. It's, it's what the computer can do and what the computer allows me to do. That's what I love. So though it's a material thing, it's not really the actual material thing, kinda. But anyway, my name is Jeffrey. Ah, 41 minutes. I don't even think I can move my hand. <coughs> Allergies kicked up in Vegas. I felt the drip. I was like, what's going on? Sure enough, got up and somebody said, hey, you know it rained last night. I was like, no, I didn't. But my allergies did. Every time before it rained, I get that drip. And I got a pop of Claritin, so I did. Anyway, my name is Jeffrey, 80 degrees out here in Southern California. Another work day. Happy Tuesday to me. Swinging on y'all two times. For the funk, and for me, and for all of you. In this, in any universe that has ever existed. My name is Jeffrey Scott Mitchell. I'll be swinging two times.